Welcome to the Kinkist.com podcast, the safest, most comprehensive and educational space for kink, alternative lifestyle dating, connection, and community anywhere on the web. Our goal at Kinkist is to make the experience of connection one of substance and importance in this ever-increasing world of superficial monotony. Are you tired of online communities full of ghosts, bots, catfish, and time wasters? Does a community built upon the pillars of consent, education, and radical inclusion interest you? Head over to kinkus.com to sign up to help us create a community of people dedicated to consensual play, fun, education, and creativity. Kinkus.com, where we ask, what are you into? I am your host, The Real McCoy, longtime lifestyler, BDSM practitioner, and educator. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Matthias Omatola, author, intimacy coach, alchemist, teacher of Tantra and cosmic sexuality, practitioner of conscious kink and transformational BDSM. All right, folks, we are here. We are back. That's right. Another day, another kinky podcast well underway, folks. Here we are. Here we are. I'm accompanied by the one and the only. This is Matthias. I'm accompanied by the one and the only, the real McCoy. How are you, brother? I am doing very well, Matthias. Thank you. How are you? Oh, man. I'm excited for tonight's show. So for all of you who are tuning in, I'm well, obviously. I'm well. I'm just so excited. <laughs> so I'm well, But I'm really excited about tonight's topic because I think it's going to help a lot of people. And tonight's topic is, and I'll hit you with a drum roll. And that's the do's and don'ts for first meetings or first dates when you meet someone online for the first time. Right. Think about that. Think about that. Like how many times have you met somebody online? It's like, okay, what do I do for the first time meeting this complete stranger that I've never met? You know, what should I do? What (laughs) shouldn't I do? You know, what, how do I do this? I want to make a good impression, but I want to be safe. Are they out of their mind? Are they going to key my car? Are they going (laughs) to like, what is going to happen? Um, so there's a lot of different things to, to consider. And this isn't just for kinky dating. This is all dating. You know, the, the first thing I would cannot emphasize enough when you're, you know, setting up to meet anyone is safety, safety, Mm -hmm. safety, safety, right? So, uh, you want to have a good time, but you don't want to overexpose yourself to somebody that you really have zero trust with. They're just a picture Mm -hmm. and a name and maybe even a profile if they even got that far. So we're going to take you through some of the best, you know, do's and don'ts and the things that you should and shouldn't do. Um, on, on first dates and, and why, right? Why, why would this be a good thing to do? Why, why wouldn't it be a good thing to do? Well, I've done it and I've been successful before. So yeah, cool. It might've worked out for you, but, but maybe it didn't work out for someone else. And we're just going to, we're going to go through the do's and don'ts back and forth on that. 
Yep, absolutely. And, and it's the safety aspect of it. You know, most people think of it, it, it only applies to women dating. You know, it's, 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 right. it's definitely, um, when it comes to physical safety, that's definitely more the case. You know, um, men worry about being rejected. Um, women worry about ending up in the trunk of somebody's car. So safety is definitely an issue when, when dating, um, in general, especially with online dating. But I want to emphasize that, that men are also at risk here safety wise they're at risk of being taken advantage of they're at risk of of potentially being hacked or you know potentially having um information stolen so you know it's not just a a female physical risk everybody's at risk so these are some tips to remain safe on both sides of the the, uh the gender role or the hash mark however you want to look at it yeah yeah, definitely. I mean, when you're opening up to an intimate encounter and you're, you're meeting someone, you have to think about like, how did these things actually turn out in, in the dawn of civilization, right? When you would meet somebody that you didn't know for the first time, it could be a very daunting encounter. Luckily, we're in a more civilized world, but it would take a lot before you would get a handshake or anything like that. You'd be staring each other down for a while, taking a step forward and back. Are you friendly? Are you going to turn and run? You know, and, and depending on the time of day, depending on the time of day, where you're at, you know, so many different things play a part, part in your comfort in meeting someone. And now in this new society, you know, oh, for the most part, people have access to a lot more, but it doesn't necessarily mean you're safer. There's just different dangers in different ways for different people. So we're going to dive into that. So this all takes place with the idea that you've met somebody you've been chatting online, right? So you've started, you've matched online. Cool. Somebody that you're attracted to or find interesting in some way is attracted to you and you guys swiped on each other or matched in some way and and you've had some dialogue and the dialogue's kind of interesting. Now you're looking to escalate things. Well, I would say the first step isn't to set up that date, right? You don't want to just like, okay, yeah, this is great. Let's just set up that date. You want to do a little bit more due diligence. One of the things I cannot strongly recommend enough is set up a video chat. Just Mm -hmm. a simple video chat to have a simple conversation about things real time so you can see how the flow of conversation goes, right? So this point, point, yeah, it could be a little bit of safety at this point. They could still not have a good vibe, but this is at least going to give you the idea of chemistry in the positive. If you're, if you're looking at it like, hey, I'm going to go meet someone. I'm going to take some time to get ready and I'm going to travel to a location and then I'm going to meet this person. If you can't have a good five, 10 minute conversation on a video chat, it's probably not going to get better when you meet in person. Just got to no, put it no, out no. <laughs> Yeah, you, you definitely, it's, it's something that I always implement when I'm meeting someone online. It's, it's whether I'm meeting them for a session, whether I'm meeting them to, you know, to implement a first date or, you know, a first meetup for somebody that I met ro- for a romantic. It could be somebody I want to network with. You know, being in the kink community, you kind of have to worry about who you're you're networking with as well. And most of these people I do meet online, whether it be social media, a dating site, whatever the case may be. I don't know who these people are or where they come from or if they're if they're bots, if they're catfish. So the first thing I want to do, like you said, is is set up that that video chat or at least get some kind of uh, voice chat saying, you know, hey, this is who I am, then maybe setting up a date 
before that video chat. Yeah, I can, you, that is just the way to do it, folks. I, I, have, I have to tell you from experience, people can also fake voice. Like, or they yeah. can just be happy to have a voice conversation. You really want to have eyes on the person, make sure they look like the way they do, or at least relatively similar to it, and just have a gentle conversation. You can even just rehash some of the stuff you talked about and, and go a little bit further and, you know, set the date from that video chat if it's going well. Like, hey, you know, before I meet right. anybody, I just want to make sure that we're both saying, you know, I look like the way you think I look like. Mm -hmm. And, you know, <laughs> you know, and, and that's a one way to, to lighten it up, too. So instead of making it seem like they're under the gun, it's just like, hey, I just want to make sure you can actually see what the real me looks like and you still find me attractive or interesting. And, you know, cause it'll take right. the pressure off of them because no one likes to be judged. Right. So so that's a lighter way to, to go about it. It's like, hey, you know, I look different in different lighting. So um, I'm probably yeah. way more attractive, <laughs> you know. So Yeah. No, if a so person doesn't want to be on on the video chat with you, then then they're they're hiding something and they, they want to wait and get you there for that meeting. And they probably don't look like what they the pictures that they had it could be pictures from the time when they were way more in shape or pictures from like 10 years ago or worst case scenario it's not even the person that they have pictures of yeah and it's not even necessarily just about what they look like. Another big thing is just what is that dialogue going to be like? Does it feel like it's going to be a friendly dialogue? Does this person automatically sound like they're trying to get something out of you or take advantage of you? Are they impatient? Are they impatient? Are they focused on uh, something other than actually connecting with you? Right. So that's a big thing. And in my personal experience, I have actually had people that I would think are very attractive online and I'm super excited to meet them. And I try and set up a video chat and they're all a hundred percent against it. And I'm like, Oh wow, that's weird. Why would you be against it? And they're like, fine, fine. I'll get on the call, get on the call. And I get on the call and they look like they're pictures. I'm like, okay, this is an attractive person within mm -hmm. a minute and a half of the conversation. I'm like, okay, this person is absolutely <laughs> out of their mind. And that's why they're trying to avoid the video call and just wanted me to meet at the beach and do this thing and go into this thing. And I was just like, wow, you are so uncomfortable on a video chat. There is no possible way we're going to have a good time. Yeah. We're just not going to have a good time. So, Hey, thanks for getting on this call. I wish you luck, but man, I just saved myself, you know, two hours of LA traffic. <laughs> you know, round trip. So, yeah. so it's, it could be as simple as that. And a, a five minute conversation can really bring a lot of that to the table. Yeah, absolutely. But so, there, I mean, there are, there yeah. are certain cases, you know, um, and I, I will bring up a point. I, I, I have met subs online via FetLife or, or maybe um, another online location where they have anxiety, like real anxiety over, you know, doing anything outside of text messaging or writing their their feelings um via an email or something like that so what i what i do in that case is try to make sure that i can get some kind of um information that shows that they are who they are so i'll at least get a picture with a with a newspaper with that date on it with something written on the newspaper that's specially for me 
you know, because I understand that, yes, there are some some submissive women out there who have, a you know, a problem with confrontation until they get comfortable. And, you know, it takes time for them to even want to have an in-person meeting. So this is kind of the, the process that you might have to go through in this case, um, being being especially um, and, and this doesn't matter if you're female or, or male is sometimes just submissives have this this anxiety and, and have trouble um doing that. So another, another way of verifying their identity and, and seeing who, what kind of person they are is one, you know, have them write out an email so that you can see what kind of person they are, if they articulate well, um, if they're not crazy, like, like you, you find out after talking to them for a little bit, but then get that picture that verifies their identity with something special written on it. You know, um, there's, but I mean, even that can be misleading because, you know, the, the, the very famous catfish story, uh, of, 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 uh, Teow from uh, Notre Dame, that kid, he was, totally catfished for well over two years and even got verified pictures um, from the girl that was the pictures were stolen, you know, from the, from the boy that was catfishing him the entire time. So be careful out there. Yeah. I would just say it is an immediate area of concern if someone's not able to video chat and that might be a concern just when it comes to this person might need more emotional care, like you were mentioning with some, uh, you know, subs Mm -hmm. and things like that. So just know that it's not going to be as easy as a video chat and that might change down the road, but that's setting the tone right there of like, what level of communication can you expect? (laughs) You know, it's like, yeah, all right. if, If this is how it's starting, Okay, well, how is it when it's rough? <laughs> you know, so yeah. so just be pay attention to that. And on top of that, so th- that's one of the things. That, so you know, one of the do's is you know set up a video chat. One of the mm-hmm. don'ts is don't give out personal information to anyone. <laughs> you know, unless you've had the opportunity to vet them properly. You know, if it's uh, yeah. a friend of a friend, it's like okay, if you have a personal relationship, somebody knows them, they hang out with them, and there's something closer. Okay, you might be able to share some information. But remember, in the age of digital fraud and everything else like that, there are so many people focused and targeting on the dating market specifically that they want your personal information. And that's the most interesting thing that they're interested in. They're, they're not interested in getting to know you. They're interested in getting to know information that can be used against you. So, so just yep. don't give out personal information. And that's why I say use Snapchat or other things. So you're not even giving out yeah, phone numbers. You don't even want to be on so a list. Many- there's so many anonymous ways to um, have these interactions and this communication. Um, you can use Signal. You can use, you know, WhatsApp. Um, yeah, Telegram. WhatsApp. Uh, yeah, and 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 I know WhatsApp uses your phone number, but go and get a Google Voice number and connect that to a WhatsApp account, and then you're anonymous again. You know, you got K I K. Um, so there's, there's yep. all kinds of ways to have communication that's anonymous. Don't give out any personal information that's going to be directly connected to you until you've had time to vet that person. Or like Matthias said, you know, this person, or, you know, who they are through another person that you trust has vetted them. Yeah. Avoid giving out personal information. Just very simple. So let's move on to another do. So something else you want to do when you're looking to meet somebody is make it a low stakes encounter, right? This is your first time meeting someone. You don't want to be locked in for two to four hours. 
in case something goes wrong in the first five minutes, right? Now you're going to be, if, if you set up and you're like, okay, let's do this dinner and it's going to take a while and it's going to order the food and the food's going to take about 15 or a half hour to, to prepare and then it's going to come out and then we're going to eat it and then there's going to be conversation after or maybe the one person wants dessert and the other person doesn't and they were tired, you know, at, when the water got mm-hmm. there. So yeah. having that level of commitment for somebody that you haven't had any positive interactions with is a bit much, right? And usually in business transactions, yeah, you might even set up a business lunch, but you're not going to have that business lunch usually without any type of conversation or at least a serious referral from somebody that you absolutely trust. You're not, you're just like, oh, this is somebody online. I'm just going to go and spend all day with them. Yeah, I always start so, with, with a coffee or a tea or um, a drink at, at most, you know, say somebody drinks alcohol. And that way you can always add more time and more activities to a first meeting or a first date if it's going well. But try to try to set up that first time about, you know, maybe 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes max. And then you can always maybe extend uh, beyond that. You don't need to tell them that you're, you know, you're busy and you only have 20 minutes, but um, just let them know, Hey, I would like to meet. I've got about 20, 30 minutes. And if it, if it, if, if the, the date or the first meeting is going great, extend it. Maybe, maybe you want to set up a, a meeting uh, later on in the afternoon. If you've met for coffee in the morning, you know, go ahead and go back, take care of some work or whatever, and, and continue the date uh, later on, but no need to uh, commit to longer than 15, 20, 30 minutes max. Yeah. I, th- I think that's a great point is you leave room, right? By having these low stakes meeting, you leave room to <clears throat> escalate things. Right. So if you're starting off with a tea or a coffee or you're going to meet at the park for ice cream or something like that and you grab some ice cream, it's it's low stakes. And if things go good, like, hey, I'm really enjoying myself. If you're hungry, we can go grab a bite to eat. Right now it's like, oh, OK, if it felt that good and you guys are just kicking off, cool. If you're already at that bite to eat and like, oh, I'm not hungry anymore, it's going to be much more awkward yeah. <laughs> than mm-hmm. than just being like, you know what? I'm good with the ice cream. It was good meeting you. Um, you know, like I, I'll, I'll talk to you later online or like, hey, this was really cool. I'm glad we met and I'll see you later or catch you around. Like whatever the case may be, it's low stakes. Right. And I, I have to emphasize this, that what this does is a couple of really good things that people don't think about. Unfortunately, I find that um, a lot of people who get asked out on a lot of dates will attach their self-worth to the date. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't say, okay, you ha- if they're not taking me to a big fancy dinner, then they're not really interested in me. Or like, I don't think as good about myself because this other girl, this other guy on their first outing, they, they did all these other things. Don't don't use it as a measuring stick of your value or as a way to get free meals. And I'll tell you why this people are being used. And we talked about this earlier. If you put someone in a situation where they overinvested in you, now you're going to they're going to look for returns. 
every investor looks for returns mm -hmm. and it's going to be awkward if they if things if you're progressing and you're happily taking certain things but when it's your turn to give and they don't feel that reciprocal energy now you can start dealing with people who get aggressive people who are less than kind mm -hmm. or possibly even abusive right so to avoid all of that you have something low stakes no one's going to flip out about uh you know ice cream unless you're absolutely you know insane but if someone just spent two hundred dollars yeah. on a dinner with wine and you're ordering all the you know chef specials and you're really taking advantage of that opportunity then you're putting them in an awkward position where they're keep investing in you and you have no interest in investing in them and that energetic you know exchange doesn't feel good for the person and and now you're going to get yeah. a different side of them so well, in, in my opinion, though, you should you should definitely um, if you're going to go to a dinner um, for a, with a first date that you've met somebody online or a first meeting with somebody you met online, then make it Dutch. You know, um, don't don't worry about having that um, worry of expectation of reciproc uh, reciprocity. You know, you don't want to end up in a situation where, you know, like Matthias said, you get someone who's um, angry, possibly violent, um, you know, and thinks that you owe them something. So if you're going to go to an expensive dinner, uh, make it Dutch. Yeah, that's, that's a great thing right off the bat. And another thing that it does is that it helps you avoid having a bad time at a good place. Right. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, if you go to some place and you're like, "Ooh, I want you to take me to my favorite restaurant and it's all amazing. And then now the person like feels like you owe them something. They're shouting at you or they make a scene and it's something that feels really awkward and bad. And now the next time you go there, you have to think about that. Don't do that. Save like the restaurants and save some of those outings for people that you know you get along with. Like there, there's certain people that I would not bring to certain places that I like to go on a routine basis if because of their attitude or the way that, you know, I might yeah. be able to hang out in a park with them or a general socialist setting. But some of these places that I really like, I would I would not keep their energy there. So something you can do to just protect your you know, those spaces that matter to you and allow those really nice dinners or those other activities to be done with somebody that you actually want to spend your time with, that you're like, yes, this person I definitely yes. want to spend my time with, not some random stranger, you know, is, is, uh, is in that space. So I 100% agree. Yeah, go for you it. don't want to take, you don't want to take someone that, um, may not be your cup of tea 15 minutes into it. Or, or may be a weirdo 15 minutes into it. You don't want to take them to your favorite watering hole where they can come find you later. You know, you don't want to take them to Ooh, a place a good where, one. You go, where you go and you eat um, with your friends someplace where they can find you later. So to try to meet on neutral ground. Try to meet somewhere that you know is going to be public, that you know is going to be um, – uh, on the, on the street somewhere where you can make a quick exit, good parking. So you're not too far from your car. Um, and, uh, don't make it someplace that you frequent a lot or even, uh, remotely close to your house. You want to stay probably about at least two, three miles away from your house. 
That's uh, that's another great one is, yeah, keeping distance from your house. One thing I always like to do is ask them what general part of town they're in and then try and find something halfway between me and them. It's just like, okay, I'm in this part of town. Well, this part of town has 80,000 people. So they're going to have a hard time finding me or singling me out. And they're part of town, too. I don't want them to feel like I'm like, oh, I will meet you at your house. Like, no, Mm -hmm. I'm fine. Let's just meet somewhere in the middle and find a nice coffee shop, ice cream shop, you know, a public park where it's light, you know, there's, it's already well lit. It's daytime hours, something once again, low stakes. And the other thing is when keeping it low stakes, your time investment in getting ready for this, you know, meetup should not be hours and hours and hours. Like you're, you know, going to a cotillion or going to something extravagant, you should, yes, you know, dress well, smell well, be showered, you know, those things. Mm -hmm. But you want to meet in a very neutral setting. This is where it's like, oh, going out for ice cream, you should be able to keep it casual. Once again, what that allows you to do is it gives you the ability to ramp it up. It gives you the ability to say, okay, you know what? This was an amazing time. I want to take you out to someplace nice. Ooh, wow, that's great. Now you can put in that investment because you know the returns are are, I love spending time with this person. Spending time with this person is something that I look forward to. Not they're a mystery. They're a random person. And now I've spent two hours getting ready. I went to the barber shop. I you know bought the special cologne. Like don't don't do that. Yeah. You know you know women as well. It's like you you can look very beautiful with you know. There's so many tricks that I, I see women do do to just look go oh, just a little eyeliner and and now you look you know so yeah. don't over invest too and then make you think like oh now i have to do something big because i spent four hours getting ready keep it low-key you know and and you'll have a much better time if you guys already have chemistry so you can focus on the mm-hmm. chemistry and not all the other distractions i i would prefer to meet someone in their everyday garb or you know how they're going to be on an everyday basis because yeah i mean you can always like you said up your game Take it to the next level. Okay, now it's time for to go out for dinner, or maybe now it's time to go out dancing and see how we act on a social level. Now you can get dressed up. Now you can step up your game. But they've seen you kind of at your everyday level, and that's that's what you should give your baseline. That's what you should present yourself as, and that's what you should expect in return is to see them at their baseline. Yeah. This this is yeah you can't can't emphasize that enough. It's just keeping it simple, low stakes, and I think that brings us to the next question or the the next you know do mm-hmm. is verifying this person and that is this person real and is this person honest? Yeah, right. It, are they real? Are they matching up with the things that they've written in their profile? You know, study that, study those things, review it again before you meet them, have conversation about it, see if their story is changing back and forth or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Also, check your gut. See, do you feel relaxed around this person? Does it seem like they're up to something? Intuition is a real thing and it, and it actually matters. Do you feel like, do they feel relaxed? And if they don't feel relaxed, you can just ask them, hey, what's going on? I feel like you might be, you know, there's, there's a lot going on, I, you know, it, and you can make light of it. This is the first time meeting someone, you know, it, it, I, th- I always try and think of it as if I met somebody at a dog park and I don't have a dog, but they have a dog and it's a cute dog. And I'm like, oh, it's a cute dog. Oh, how long have you had it? It's just casual conversation and it's really light. And then if I like how that conversation went, then I might say, hey, you know what? Do you want to go to dinner sometime? Because that is the first meeting. We're already having a vibe. It feels good. Or you want to grab lunch sometime. 
but they're able to see me. They're able to ask the questions that, you know, everything feels good in person. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you, if you can establish that, like, oh, you're just meeting someone at, at a park where it's low stakes, it's a lot easier. But that's where the verification of is this person real? Are they a hacker or a catfish? Are they, you know, up to something? And are they being honest? Are they able to, you know, speak clearly about things? Are they hiding certain aspects of their life? Does it not feel forthcoming? So those are the things that you really want to establish on your first meeting. You don't have to do it all over dinner. That's something that you can do once again in, you know, five to 30 minutes of natural conversation um, that, that should make you both feel really comfortable and know if you want to continue interacting with each other. Yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, one, one tip I want to give to, you know, people in the uh, BDSM or kink community, you know, if you're looking for a dominant or a submissive, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of people perpetrating that they know more than they really do, or they've done studies more than they really do. We call them, you know, fake doms, fake submissives. Um, you know, usually fake submissives are, are looking to take advantage of fake doms. So it's a perfect match for them. Um, <laughs> but you know, if you're, if you're looking for a dominant, um, av avoid trying to negotiate or talk about, you know, having any kind of kink play together until you've figured it out what they're into, what their, what their knowledge base is. If it lines up with you, anyone that's trying to um, obviously assert themselves or call you um, uh, pet names or degrade you in any way without having any negotiation or, or discussion about it whatsoever prior, you know, we consider that, a, you know, a fake dom or a fake submissive. So, um, watch out for that out there. Um, but that's, uh, you know, no, no, no reason to not have a meeting with someone and, and get that figured out. Um, but it's, it's not something that you might be able to figure out online until you meet someone. Yeah, that, that's a great one. So moving into the last couple don'ts here and it was mentioned earlier, but this is, you know, something I, I definitely want to emphasize and that's don't overcommit to something without building chemistry. So don't act like you're going to have an amazing extravagant dinner. May it, ha it could it happen? Totally. It could totally happen. But the chances are you're not compatible with everybody and neither are they. So give your both, both you and the person you're meeting the benefit of the doubt by taking the time to just invest a little bit. And then if you like those returns, go ahead and increase the investment, but don't overinvest, don't overcommit both time, distance, money, attention, keep it really light. You, if you have a good time, when you haven't spent a lot of money, chances are you're going to have a lot better connection and relationship than something that requires 400 an evening to have a good time. It's right. just, you know, you might not really actually enjoy the person. You might just like the activities that come about when you just spend money. And, you know, that might be a, be fine, but you're now connected with somebody thinking that you're having a good time with a person, but you're not. You're just going on activities that are paid for. It's a very different thing. That's not chemistry. It's economics, right? So it's, it's different and it's different. So, and you know, once again, there are, you know, fin doms and other people like that. I would still suggest in this space, 
to make that have that first initial meeting so you can make sure that you're safe and whatever arrangements are going on, you're just doing it in the safest, simple, most sane way. And then you can always amp it up. It's hard to take it from an 11 down, right? Mm -hmm. It's just one of those things. I think it was uh, was in, in Batman with uh, Joker, with uh, Heath Ledger as Joker, mm -hmm. where uh, Batman's intimidating him. And then he comes in and he uh, slams Joker's head on the table <laughs> and then hits his hand. He's like, you never start, you know, you, you yeah. never start at the head. You want, you want to work your way up. So once again, you, you want to work your way up in this. And then... Lastly, just as you don't want to overcommit, you don't want to overinvest, right? If somebody is asking you and saying, "Oh, you know what? I'm not cheap. I'm not a cheap date, or this and that," you can say, "Okay, that's that's great. I don't want to treat you cheaply, but this is for your safety and my own. And I, you know, I want to respect you and just make sure everything feels good. Let's set up a video call and we can go over all these different things. But I think you're, you know, worth something as a person, and I would not tie that to, you know, whatever our meeting is, right? Mm -hmm. So if somebody is already coming off and they want you to invest more and invest more and invest more." and invest more well then you might be in a situation where they're just trying to take advantage of you so that's something that you want to do because if you do that and you overinvest in someone and they turn out not to be right it also psychologically hurts your ability to make the next connection yeah. right and that person who would have accepted a little bit of investment now you're just holding back from because you lost trust. So mm -hmm. don't allow somebody you've never met to have you overinvest in them just because their self-worth is tied to how much they can get out of you, right? That's just a red flag. It's not something that is going to lead to any type of healthy in interaction. So mm -hmm. just let them know like, hey, you're happy to get on a call, talk a little bit more about it, figure it out. Chances are they will just pass you on by and go after the next person because they're not actually interested in you. They're interested in what they can get out of you. And there's a lot of people on that from scamming to just free meals. You know, we're all about authentic connection here, honest and consensual activity. And some people will look to take advantage of that before there's ever an agreement in place. So yeah, just look out and don't overinvest, folks. Yeah, and I, I know we, we, we make it seem like uh, dating online is this daunting um, mountain that's uh, unattainable. But, you know, this is this is why we put this together. It's it's not to scare you away from it. It's just to give you uh, a little bit more confidence to go out into the world and turn that mountain into a hill that you just kind of got to walk over. Um, so we want yeah. you guys we want you guys confident. So we got we want you guys kind of knowing your do's and your don'ts, just like the, the name of the podcast at this, this episode and, uh, um, be safe out there, be confident, be safe. And most of all, have fun and, uh, stay kinky. Yeah. Yeah. Always, always staying kinky. So just to wrap it all up, once again, setting up a video chat, go low stakes on your first meetup, keep it public. Don't overinvest. Don't overcommit check to make sure the person is real, right? And see if they're, you know, a fake dom, fake sub, make sure that you've, you've worked that out if you're in the kinky space. And of course, don't give out any of your personal information. Uh, you know, identity theft is huge, it's big. You know, ask a lot of questions, keep it light, keep it fun, but, you know, stay focused on the idea of getting to know someone, right? You're, you're looking to have a foundation of some type of relationship, even if it's a friendship, 
ask those questions, engage back and forth, and stay safe. Yep. So until then, and until the next time, like always, have fun in the dating world, but most importantly, stay kinky, stay my kinky. friends. Are you tired of online communities full of ghosts, bots, catfish, and time wasters? Does a community built upon the pillars of consent, education, and radical inclusion interest you? Head on over to kinkus.com to sign up and help us create a community of people dedicated to the consensual play, fun, education, and creativity. Kinkus.com. What are you into?